following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Guys, happy Friday, the first time in a while. We've gotten through a clean two-episode week. Uh, We are happy to be back. You are listening to Fantasy Beasts and Where to Find Them, the Fantasy Football Podcast, as seen on the Fantasy Black Book of Joe Pizapia, as seen on BICBB Radio Network, as seen on Twitter, on Facebook. Follow us on there, guys. Today, this this episode, we are going to talk about the top 30 wide receivers, And then we're going to throw in a bonus. We're going to do another mock draft. Uh, A little bit of news, not a whole bunch, considering the last episode went up uh, Wednesday morning. Uh, The Browns have announced Friday night they plan on starting quarterback Deshaun Watson in the preseason game. Um, Bold move. The team just continues to double down on that uh, decision. Uh, We almost said mistake, but, uh, you know, I guess we'll see there. Um... But here we are, guys. Um, preseason's approaching. We're seeing some more injuries uh, start to mount up. Tampa Bay did deal with a little bit of uh, some injury scares again. Already lost starting center Ryan Jensen. Uh, and we saw their backup center go down. That's terrifying if you are the Bucks, given that you're really trying your damnedest to keep Tom Brady healthy. Something, you, you know, you got to really hope that they can run with here. Um, The Detroit Lions rookie, Jameson Williams, switched his jersey number over to number nine. Uh, Actually reached out to former Detroit quarterback, Matt Stafford, to confirm, hey, can I use this jersey number? A very nice uh, move by the rookie. The Bears have removed holdout Roquan Smith from the PUP list, uh, has requested a trade, and is not expected to begin practicing whatsoever. Um, so we'll see how long that holdout continues to hold on for. The uh, if, you, if you can go find it, we have a great video of Aiden Hutchinson singing, and his teammates are absolutely losing their mind for it. Same as Case Keenum with the Bills uh, going under disguise to get some autographs from his own teammates here. Um, Eli Apple getting toasted again, but this time more of a Jamar Chase being unstoppable versus Eli Apple not being able to do the right work. Wide receiver, returner, Jakeem Grant officially listed as out for the season. He has a torn Achilles. Uh, really sucks for him on that one. A.J. Brown out here looking really good against James Bradbury in training camp, so that's good. A lot of people thought Brown would kind of scale backwards this year. Uh, Mike Thomas looking really crisp with his route running. Something we've seen a lot for people who are concerned about him planting, him moving, and everything in between. Given the fact that he's coming off that severe ankle injury that's taking up most of two years for him. Uh, backup center Robert Hainsey, though, the guy that we were talking about with Tampa, has found out it was just cramps. He's good to go. He's not going to miss time with a lower body injury. Great news for uh, the Bucks there. Uh, the 
we're, we're seeing here, I mean, it's something they talked about a lot. Everyone's saying, you know, Tua to, to Tariq is not going to be the answer. Looking good against Carlton Davis against the Bucks here uh, in camp, at least. They're, they're in their joint practices here, so we're seeing that. Tom Brady going over the defense with Julio Jones. Uh, however, they are currently without Mike Evans, Russell Gage, and Cameron Bray. Gage went down to practice today. Uh, he came up holding his leg, so we'll see what the official report is on that. Uh, and Lael Collins has been brought off the PUP list for the Bengals. He'll begin practicing with the team, hopefully get some chemistry with his line mates. Uh, and we'll see where that goes. They're expecting Bailey Zappi to see a lot of playing time this Thursday in the preseason opener for the Pats as well. A guy who I was very excited to see. Uh, not necessarily get drafted there. I really liked Zappi's uh, future, but we'll see there. Guys, we'll get into this top 30, though, real quick, and then we'll get into a quick mock draft. We'll be mocking out of a 10-man league. I know, aha, who cares about a 10-man league? Um, but 1 through 30, and then we'll discuss you know the, the fives here. Number one, Justin Jefferson coming as the top receiver. Number two, Cooper Cup. Number three, Jamar Chase. Number four, Stephon Diggs. Number five, Devontae Adam. Number six, Debo Samuel. Number seven, CeeDee Lamb. Number eight, Mike Williams. Number nine, Tariq Hill. Number 10, A.J. Brown. Number 11, T. Higgins. Number 12, Michael Pittman Jr. Number 13, Keenan Allen. Number 14, D.J. Moore. Number 15, Mike Williams. Number 16, Terry McLaren. Number 17, Cortland Sutton. Number 18, Deontay Johnson, number 19, DK Metcalf, number 20, Jalen Waddell, 21, Brandon Cooks, 22, Gabriel Davis, 23, Marquise Hollywood-Brown, 24, Allen Robinson, 25, Amari Cooper, 26, Jerry Judy, 27, um, Darnell Mooney, 28, Rashad Bateman, 29, Elijah Moore, and 30, Chris Godwin. A lot of talent outside of the top 30 as well. Uh, we'll break that down, I think, in a later episode, but... I mean, 31 through 44, just just kind of naming them. Mike, Michael Thomas, Adam Thielen, Juju Smith-Schuster, Amonor St. Brown, uh, Devonta Smith, Brandon Ayuk, Tyler Lockett, Alan Lazard, Drake London, DeAndre Hopkins, Traylon Burks, Hunter Renfro, Kirk, or Christian Kirk, and Robert Woods. Starting at the top here, Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup. I don't think there's a feasible way that you say one of those two is not in that one tier. I like the fact that they put Jefferson over Cup. I don't dislike Cup. I don't think Cooper Cup's going to be able to replicate the same exact year he had last year. Is he going to be a top three fantasy receiver? Yes. I think that still stands. I think especially with losing OBJ at the current moment, especially with the fact they traded Robert Woods, Cup is going to be the guy who sees 95% of, of the majority of the action there. Justin Jefferson, on the other hand, he's younger. He's a more physically uh, imposing and he's now in the same offense in which Cooper Cup thrived last year. I do personally like Jefferson's my one over Cup. That's not saying I wouldn't take Cup, but if I was given the option between the two, I'm probably going Jefferson with the upside. Um, three and four, Chase and Diggs. I think I would swap Diggs, or I would keep Chase, Diggs at four. I'm okay with that there. I think Chase goes to five. I think Devontae Adam needs to come up to three, and I'm a Stefan Diggs lover. I don't dislike Jamar Chase. I'm a little concerned about the sophomore slump. But we've seen it before with receivers, but I truthfully think Devontae Adams is the real deal. He will be finishing in the top two or three this year, if not the number one overall receiver in the league. Debo Samuel, CeeDee Lamb, Mike Evans, six, seven, eight. Ugh. 
uh, if I'm not getting one of those top five receivers, I'm holding out and not getting receiver six, seven, or eight. I don't love them ranked this high. I don't think they're going to necessarily finish in the top 10 by the end of the year. CeeDee Lamb's probably got the highest chance of it. He has to be the number one there. Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb both had good years, but you never knew who was going to have the game each week. CeeDee Lamb is the guy now. He's going to get the targets. Uh, Debo, I still don't trust. I don't trust. It's not that I don't trust Debo. I don't trust Trey Trey Lance. Uh, So I'm going to get that out of the way now. Tell you, even if he's running the ball, I don't love Debo's back-to-back scenario. Mike Evans already kind of tweaking the hamstring. Uh, you know, Brady's getting older. The line's not staying there. Evans in outside of 12, I'm here for. Evans in the top 10, I don't love as a top 10 receiver. Derek Hill comes in at 9, A.J. Brown at 10. Two guys who've seen a change of scenery here. Um, Hill, I think, could be in that 15 to 18 window, and it's nothing against his talent. It's about how often they're going to really exploit and try to throw that deep ball, especially if Tua starts and fl- and just stutters and isn't able to get that deep ball out there. AJ Brown, I think, works in the top 10. I think I'm okay with him. Honestly, from 7 to 10, I the talent didn't go away. He still produced when he was healthy, and he wasn't getting the ball thrown a lot with Tannehill there. I think it's only going to get better this year with Jalen Hurts, who's never had a true number one receiver. So I do like the option of A.J. Brown there, uh, and I would definitely move him up the list a little bit. T. Higgins at 11. I'm a little concerned by this. T. Higgins to me is the same thing that CeeDee Lamb was last year. Yeah, we know he's talented. Are you actually going to be able to get him, and is he going to continue to produce top wide receiver one numbers with also seeing Jamar Chase do the same. It's not impossible, but it's very improbable. See Higgins in the 13 to 15 range as a top wide receiver two is more of my stride. Michael Pittman, he's got a decent schedule. He's got a better quarterback. Is Indy going to continue to fall apart? That's the big question. That's the concern. Is Matt Ryan going to keep it at a high level? I've seen that he's throwing well, but I've also seen his favorite targets been Paris Campbell. Um, I could definitely draft him 13 to 15. I'm not against it. Uh, Keenan Allen, DJ Moore. I like these guys. They're not 13 and 14 in my book. They are probably 18 to 20. They're low-end wide receiver twos. I'm not upset if I have them, and I'm going to roll the dice with them. Keenan Allen's getting a little older. We saw some drop-off at times in the back half of the year. Mike Williams, 15. I could bump him to being a top wide receiver two. Truthfully, I could. He He was good while he was healthy last year. He was doing a lot of work uh, with the talent there. And, you know, you, you really got a chance to, to see him start to hit the stride. We know that Justin Herbert's taking a liking to him. He talked it up last year. You know, Mike Williams is going to be the guy. We really like him. And then a hit. That was the guy. Um, so I think I like that. Terry McLaren, I'm not moving him from 16. Um, just because I don't truthfully know if Wentz is going to make that team better or not. Yes, he didn't have great play last year. He still looked good. I'm comfortable with him as a mid-round or a mid-wide receiver too if I really need to exhort or exhaust my options, but I don't love it as being, I'm going to take him higher than listed here. I'm definitely not reaching on him this year like I have years past. Cortland Sutton at 17. We know he's talented. I don't think Cortland Sutton belongs here. Nothing against him. Yes, I know we have a better option with, you know, quarterbacks, 
or quarterback there with Russ Wilson, but I think uh, Jerry Judy's the guy who possibly might be in that scenario. The better reap and reward benefit from Denver. Deontay Johnson at 18, that's a guy to me, put him at 9 or 8. Johnson was a top wide receiver last year. I don't care who the quarterback is. Ben was not doing him favors. Deontay's paid. Deontay's playing. And I don't care if it's Mitch. And I don't care if it's if it's you know Kenny Pickett. They're going to find a way to put the ball in Deontay's hands. They're going to target him probably 8 to 10 times a game. Deontay is a wide receiver one that you're getting at a low rate wide receiver two value. Um, a lot of my drafts I've been doing, I've been going running back, running back with Deontay being a my first receiver off the board, hoping that he's going to continue on this. I really think he's special this year. DK Metcalf, um, he's 19, and honestly, he'd probably be out of my top 30 here. I would take a modern St. Brown. I, I'm taking Michael Thomas. I'm taking, honestly, Hunter Renfro before Deontay or DK Metcalf. And yes, he's a freakish athlete. Yes, he can make the plays, but who's throwing him the ball? And I, I don't mean to discredit Drew Locke. I don't even want to talk about Geno Smith. But why do I trust that DK is going to be the guy to, that I need to work with here? Number 20, Jalen Waddell. Top 10. Jalen Waddell can swap with me where I had Tariq Hill, I think. Because I think Tariq Hill is going to be the decoy in most situations. They're going to find a way to get that ball into Jalen Waddell's hands 100 to 115 times this year. I'm not talking targets. I'm talking in his hands that many times. He runs great routes underneath. He finds a way to get open. And then when the ball's in his hands, he makes miracles happen. Jalen Waddell will be a wide receiver one by the end of the season. Brandon Cooks at 21. That's a guy you're always going to see hang around. He's probably going to be on these draft boards late. But he seems to always be a top 24 wide receiver. If he's there in your wide receiver three range, like if he falls, which he always seems to, take him. He, he showed last year he had chemistry building with uh, Davis Mills. He showed that he's over the qualms with Houston as he re-upped there. I don't see a reason to not think that's a good move. Gabriel Davis at 22. If you're getting Gabe Davis in the back half as a wide receiver two, realistically wide receiver three if you're drafting well, you're going to do well here. If you're a guy that's overselling, expecting the world, yes, he's talented. Yes, he has a possibility to move up, and he can possibly be a top receiver too. But that also doesn't mean you should be drafting him inside the top 40 yet. And I've seen some moves where it's like, oh, he's gone by the sixth round. And that's a little crazy. And if you're in a Buffalo League, it might even be the might even be gone by the, uh, by the third or fourth round. Um, I, will, for one, will not be someone who's overzealous and overpaying on Gabriel Davis. And I'm a big Gabriel Davis supporter. But it's just the hard truth, man. There's better things to do than overpaying for your talent. 23 on this list. Marquise Hollywood Brown. This one's a tough pick for me. He's got a good quarterback. We know he's got talent, and we know that he never got to really show it in the Baltimore system. However, what happens with Marquise Brown after week six when you no longer know he's the number one? When you have DeAndre New Hopkins back, when you've got two options there, in the, the first six weeks, he might be great. My concern is week six on. If you got him cheap, go for it. If you got him cheap and you've got all the receivers you can do, trade him after or before week six. Get your value for him. When everything comes back to fruition in Arizona, now you have multiple targets. 
It's just like last year with Arizona where they didn't know who was getting the ball at what time. Christian Kirk had big games. A.J. Green had some games. DeAndre Hopkins had some games. Zach Ertz had two touchdown games. You never knew who the target was, and it was that Tom Brady-esque feature. You were a little concerned about it. 24 on this list, Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson scares me. Allen Robinson is the higher version of Michael Thomas here. After a very down year and a lot of people talking shit about him, he goes to a team now where he's compatible, he should be playing, but he's the same player. In LA, yes, you want to hope that he's going to be that guy. He's still young enough. He still can be that productive, but he's still also the number two there, potentially number three if OBJ comes back. I don't feel comfortable enough drafting a potential number three as a as a wide receiver two. Uh, Alan, uh, Amari Cooper, next guy up on this list. The problem with this is you don't know who the quarterback is. If you're getting him as a high-end wide receiver three as he's expected, I'm okay with him at 25. If you're overpaying for him and you think you're going to get the player you used to have in Dallas, you might not get that more than two or three games a year. Cooper's talented. Cooper's situation is not helping him. 26, Jerry Judy. That's a guy who I think I can move into the top like 15, like 20, 15 to 20. A guy that I really think is going to put it together. They said his route running look good. They said he's been gelling and meshing with Russell Wilson. He's asking the questions he needs to ask. I think Judy really has the ability to kind of push forward and do some new stuff here. And we'll finally see the player he was drafted as out of Alabama. Darnell Mooney, Mooney 27. This is also a guy that if... If I'm struggling and I can get him as a high-end wide receiver three and you're not really sure about your wide receiver two, I think Mooney's going to be a league saver in scenarios this year. He is the only guy in Chicago currently. Justin Fields, even with a poor line, is making throws that he has no business making to Mooney in camp. And Mooney already took last year as a sign when he basically said, if A-Rob can't go, I'm going to make sure they know they got it in me. He went out there. He was a dog through the fight. And I think Darnell Mooney's taking the next step forward this year. He's going to be a fantasy productive player that can help you win championships. Rashad Bateman, 28. I'm not saying the talent's not there. But we all know what happens in a Baltimore offense. You got to hope that they don't stay run heavy. You're, I mean, your best bet is you're going to hope Rashad Bateman starts getting some, some reverses and stuff like that to get yardage and get the ball in his hands that way. But, like, I don't love having to rely on a quarterback that is Lamar Jackson. 29, Elijah Moore. We saw him get good last year. Yes, he's got a very tough schedule. But I really think Zach Wilson can turn a corner this year. It would not shock me to see Elijah Moore finish as a top wide receiver, too. Uh, inside the top 20 easily, but potentially a top 15 player. Uh, so Elijah Moore, sneaky, sneaky good. A guy who I'm interested in. Chris Godwin, the last one I'm going to talk about today. I don't. I already said I don't really love Michael Thomas. Uh, the Tampa Bay wide receivers frustrate me. It's the same with Brady all the time. You never know who they're going to go to, and you never know when to play who. And you've got Godwin coming off a very severe injury. So I'm okay. I'd honestly probably skip Godwin, and I have skipped Godwin a lot of mocks to go with a Michael Thomas, uh, a minor St. Brown. I know St. Brown's a little tough. They added a lot of talent there. You're not going to get St. Brown at the volume you had him at the back half of last year, where he's getting... 10 to 12 targets a game but if you're getting him with 8 to 10 targets and they're continually especially if they're going to try to throw more you're throwing 30 to 35 times a game and i think you can easily chalk off 10 to or 8 to 10 targets to amonra look he might not be a two touchdown a game score like he was down the stretch 
But if I'm going to bolster eight catches for 90 yards every game in a PPR scenario, that's a minimum of 15 points. You toss a touchdown in there every once in a while, you're you're averaging between 15 to 21 points a game. That's all you can ask for out of a pick at that spot. Um, so, I mean, I really, I, I could see him being a very slow and steady player that's going to help you chug along in fantasy, and he's going to consistently give you those points. Um, onwards, though, we are going to do a mock draft. I'm drafting from the one hole, and I hate it. It's a scenario I have to get used to. It's a scenario a lot of people probably need to get used to because it's a very different hole this year to draft out of. But we're going to start this mock from the one hole. I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor. I don't necessarily love the pick. Um, but you you kind of got to know Indy's going to continue to beat the wheels off. It's the same scenario we've seen for many years here. So we'll run that scenario here. And we'll see how it goes from there. Um, an interesting, to say the least here. Um, in between, we had two tight ends go. We had a quarterback in Josh Allen go. We had seven receivers off the board. So I'm going to abort receiver here. I'm going to go with a player who I'm actually pretty high on at running back. Talk about him a little last night. I'm going to get De- uh, Jonathan Taylor and DeAndre Swift one and two. Uh, and I'm going to go down the board here and get a little crazy myself. I'm going to go Kyle Pitts. I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily love going tight end this early, especially dropping down the board um, about seven picks. But Pitts was a guy who was a force in college. I really liked the player that he was there. He started to click last year, and you know they're going to utilize him even more with having a very questionable quarterback situation. Plus, they did add quite a bit of talent there. I mean, you got Drake London, you added Brian Ed- Edwards, so you're adding more talent than what he was running with last year. Um, next round, I got a little screwed here. I was trying to hold off here, get Deontay Johnson in the next swing back. Was not able to do that. Deontay Johnson actually went ridiculously early here. Um, I'm going to go off the board a little. I'm going to go with Jalen Waddell as my first player off the board at receiver. The values here, I'm going to go quarterback, and I never go at this early. I'm going to go Justin Herbert. So currently my top five picks are Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift, Kyle Pitts, Jalen Waddell, Justin Herbert. Really banking that I can get some talent in the next round here and that it's not going to really shoot me too extensively in the foot. Um, but that next round is really where I'm looking at like Amon or St. Brown and Michael Thomas, which would not be bad as a 2-3 receiver. I'm actually able to pull that off. So uh, we're going to lock that in. I'm going to go Amon or St. Brown and Michael Thomas. Uh, so a little bit better feeling on Waddle, Brown, Thomas at receivers. Uh, like I said, I, I think all of them can be top 25 receivers by the end of the year. I've got two guys who could be top 10 running backs. Kyle Pitts should be a top three um, tight end. Justin Herbert should easily be sitting there uh, as a top three quarterback as well. So next pick here, I've got to kind of make a decision. I gotta. I realistically should go at least one running back here. I don't really love what's on the board. I'm gonna see if that falls. We're gonna go Ken Walker with my first one to solidify that. I'm gonna go back to the well at receiver. We're gonna go to Gabriel Davis now. I'd be super stoked to have Gabriel Davis as my fourth receiver off the board. Uh, this is a very limited bench league. We only have 14 rounds in this, so you gotta start a running back. 
or a quarterback, two running backs, three receivers, a tight end, one flex, kicker and a defense, and then you get four bench spots. So I'm currently sitting here. Uh, did not pan out. I did lose. I did end up losing Rashad Penny, so I didn't get my handcuff there. I'm going to go the way I've always gone projection-wise, and I'm going to back up my quarterback strongly. I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers here. Uh, so I've got Herbert and Rodgers. There's some teams on the board that don't even have quarterbacks yet. Um, but I feel very comfortable with being able to do that. Aaron Rodgers at that spot. And I I don't love to double down tight ends this early. But I'm going to also do that. And I'm going to go Dawson Knox, the touchdown machine here out of Buffalo. Uh, so not Knox solidifying. This is one of those leagues where you kind of have to maneuver well with your backups. Make sure you've got good uh, bench play and take care of all your stuff prior. So, I mean, I've got my backup quarterback. I've got my backup tight end. I pretty well have my backup receivers uh, or my receivers. I'm going to solidify running back here, go down the board a bit. I'm going to go after Tyler Algier from uh, – from Atlanta, I still think he's got the best chance of taking on a starting role by the end of this or by the end of the uh, camp. So I'll go Algier to get what should be another starter. I have to kind of go defense here. Nobody's gone off the board yet. Actually, one's gone off the board yet with the Buffalo Bills. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the uh, LA Chargers here. I think it's gonna be Sack City this year. So Chargers off the board kicker i'll take kind of whatever i got but you know a review out of out of the one hole from a 10 team snake draft this is ppr this is a high stakes league justin herbert quarterback jonathan taylor deandre swift running back running back jalen waddle Amonor st brown michael thomas kyle pitts at tight end kenneth walker running back that's the real big risk is these two rookie running backs um la chargers defense Gabriel Davis, wide receiver, Aaron Rodgers, quarterback, Dawson Knox, wide receiver, and Taylor Algier, running back. Um, not, honestly, the worst scenario that you could have in that spot. Kind of one of the happier I've been with it. But uh, just figure we walk through a different mock instead of going a 16, 17 rounder, all these bench spots, 12 teams. Uh, it, it makes it a lot harder when you're out there, especially like I'm looking at the available players still on this list. And uh, you've got Tyler Boyd, Kirk Cousins, uh, Christian Watson, Damian Pierce. Those are the real tough leagues. You have to draft for that and hope that you'll be able to be competitive. But guys, I think that'll do it. Uh, happy Friday. As always, enjoy your weekend ahead. Shout out to our sponsors, Jeanette at the Therapy Sessions Buffalo, Charlie at Renegade Studios, and our dude Kyle with Chicken Dippin'. Because nothing goes better with football than chicken wings. Nothing goes better with chicken wings than chicken dippin'. Get a hold of them for your blue cheese, hopefully not ranch, and uh, use code 716 at checkout on their site, chickendippin.com or chicken underscore dippin'. And uh, until next time, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.